Hey, what's up? This is Edison. This is my fifth podcast, or yes, fifth. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. So, woo! Hey, what's up, guys? I'm gonna put my microphone up here. Fuck, cuz, I don't know where to put it. I guess I'll just hold it. <laughs> um, I was talking to some guy that, um, he works, I guess he's like an audio engineer or something. And I was telling him, hey man, how come I could hear my voice, like high pitch and low pitch, all the time? It's like, it's not a steady flow. And he's like, oh, maybe you have the microphone too close. And I was like, no, yeah, I know, but isn't it supposed to, like, somehow clear up when you put it through some app that, that I was using? And, um, and I was like, also, my, you can hear my fucking breathing like a fat ass. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you gotta, he's like, no, you gotta do it through GarageBand or something. So I'm gonna try that today. Hopefully the audio it's better you know i know it's like the, there's so much noise around and all this and that it's probably I, I don't i w- couldn't listen to somebody that's not at least professional with the audio you know <laughs> so i'm gonna try to fix it tonight but um so besides that i just wanted to kind of come on here and say what's up to everybody see how y'all doing it's about to be a new year and shit it's about to be a new year, and I'm trying to learn as I go with this podcast. I'm trying to see stuff that I'm about talking about. One of them was about Ryan Garcia, because I just saw him on my Instagram. I'm driving, so maybe I shouldn't do that. I guess, uh, off the top of my head, Ryan Garcia was... Was I thought he was gonna be like the next big face of boxing, you know? I know he never covered his right hand. Um, you know, he never brought his right hand back after he would punch, and he got knocked out. And now everybody hates him, you know. After he lost the tank, he didn't want to get up or whatever. And I've met him. I met him at the gym. He was really, really. He was a pretty cool dude, man. He was really nice. But I remember Ricky Funes from Tangus telling him, your right hand keeps coming down. And and Ryan says, I don't see it. Like, all right, but I don't see it. And he's like, Ricky's like, yeah, well, that's what I'm telling you. And he's like, well, the cameras are on me and everyone's watching. And Ricky's like, that doesn't matter. And he puts like a plastic bag on his between his face and the his glove and when he throws a left a jab the bag falls and Ricky's like you see like that's why you have to practice keeping your right hand up anyway there's a whole fucking video I could just post a video about it um anyways even though that like he had those little flaws I still thought he was gonna be a a great boxer and I'm not saying he still can't you know and it's raining out here like crazy. I'm not saying he still can't be a great boxer. It's just um, a lot of the the hype that he was getting was 
from social media, you know. He was a big social media influencer. He he was big on Instagram. I think he even tried to hook up with Selena Gomez or something. But he he had the look. He had, like, the vibe. He had, like, the, the talk. He had the speed. He had power, you know. He was, he was, like, he was doing it all. And then he lost the tank. And he didn't want to get up. And, you know, it kind of embarrassed you know, his. I, I, a lot of people say this, and even I said it too. I was like, man, that was embarrassing, like the way he didn't get up. And I, I've met him, like in person, you know, and I know he's a good dude, you know. Um, and I remember seeing him sparting at Tengu's, or like just even doing mitts, and I was like, damn, this kid is young and he's fucking good, man. Like, I don't see too many young kids like this. And you could tell he was different, you know, from everybody else. Hey, he stood out more. His speed stood out more, and um, and just like him, like, like moving around the ring very confidently, you know. Um, but so he took the loss, right? He lost pretty bad, um, and then I was like, "All right, dude, like one loss is is okay." So you know, he, before all this, he would post videos of him hitting that cobra which is like this, <clears throat> like a speed bag on a stick that like, it's like that flimsy, like, um, what is it called? Like slinky thing? I don't know. I, I honestly don't even know what it's called. But anyway, you hit it and it comes back fast and then like he will hit it again and again. Like I said, he'll get so many views that he was so hyped that when he took the loss, you know, all this shit talking that he did kind of went to shit, you know, it, it, all that shit talking meant nothing, you know, he just, and this is not, I, I, I still like the dude, but, and all, all that shit talking in the conference was, was, in the press conference was good, like, it got me hyped, I couldn't wait to see the fight, and then when he lost, and didn't want to get back up from the body shot, you know, it It made everyone kind of, like, hate him and throw him, and discard him and throw him away, kind of. And then I was thinking, uh, and so I was thinking, okay, what's going to be his next move, you know? Like, is he going to just say, hey, like, I fucked up, you know? I didn't, I don't know. What excuse is he going to use or what is he going to do to improve himself, right? He came out with an excuse that he, or someone said that there was this, uh, someone in his camp that, that had exposed him that he had an injury or something. And then Ryan kept saying, hey, man, like, you know, there's a snake. Oh, oh, whatever. There's a rat in my camp. I don't know what the fuck. He was basically saying someone in his camp leaked out information that he was already injured. And that's what Tank used to beat him. But Tank clearly won even before that hit. He was already, he was winning, you know, Tank. There was a part where Tank was taking off on Ryan, and he, he put his hands over his head, and he went down, and he, like, balled up almost. And I had never seen that before. I was like, it's almost like he was an amateur, and he didn't know what his next, the next move was, you know? Like, he didn't know how to get away. Like, he wasn't moving away or trying to, like, 
it's like he he finally met his match or something and just which he did obviously you know but he just looked so like he was um, like like unpre- not unprepared but scared I guess and he did look like an amateur doing that move you know when he was like like a cowering down almost kind of move so he lost and then he went on social media and started hitting the speed bag again and or that cobra bag and showing the speed and how fast he can hit and this and that and I was like really disappointed in that I was like bro nobody wants to see this shit man he talked shit about the La Jolla he, he was like talking shit about everybody but himself you know and then he put himself he was talking shit about De La Hoya. He basically was talking shit about everybody for a minute. Like, like no one cared or whatever. And then he posted videos of him his showing off his speed. And like how he used to, how he used to do before he took the loss. Before he, he lost to Tank Davis. And... That was to me it was like kind of annoying, you know. Nobody wants to see your fucking speed, man. Like, cause you're showing your speed doesn't mean like we know you lost, bro. It's not you're not showing us any anything new. Like this, that the speed didn't help for anything, you know. And it kind of like got annoying. And he just recently had his fight, his last, his his fight since uh since he lost to Tank Davis. And on the press conference, you know, he called out De La Hoya and uh, I think Shane Mosley. What was his name? Fuck. What the fuck did he call out? Bernard Hopkins. He called out. Um, Oscar De La Hoya and Bernard Hopkins. And then he criticized them a little bit. And then he gave thanks to God, to Jesus. And then after I was like, man, that was more humbling than anything he's done since his loss. And now I'm not saying you have to be humble after you lose. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can be whoever you want. But going back to this, thinking everything was was like you're gonna get the same amount of like people weren't scared of you anymore with the speed people weren't you know they they weren't they weren't they weren't entertained it wasn't cute it wasn't funny it's it wasn't scary like it, it just was kind of sad when he went back to doing that you know more annoying than anything I guess but when he had his la- the like his last fight was pretty rough man it was pretty hard he went toe to toe he had to you know go hard go hard on the paint and he did and it kind of made me feel a little bit more empathy towards him you know not empathy, but yeah, a little bit of empathy, but also like, hey, like you're you're 
you're you matured a little bit. Like this isn't a Instagram match, you know. Like this isn't YouTubers fighting. I think he's got the skill. I think he's got power. I think he he could work on. A, he has his speed got him to to so many wins, and his power got him to so many wins that it's like when somebody doesn't get knocked out, what do you do if you can't knock him out? Or if you can't hit him. Like, what do you do? You know? He's never been put in that scenario before. And he just has... I think he, he could perfect it, man. But at the same time, I don't know. Because he hasn't perfected keeping his fucking right hand up. So how's he going to perfect everything else around his game? You know? His footwork. Like, moving, just moving around, you know? There's always room for improvement. He could always improve. He could always, like, level up. But I'm kind of worried about him. You know, after uh, I got kind of annoyed with him, I kind of was like, "Hey, man, like, you know, he's 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 getting back up there. You know, he's getting his confidence back. And who knows? Maybe they might have a rematch that is worth watching. You know, if Ryan gets better, because you know he did lose clearly, obviously, and his uh, the first fight with Tank. Even if there wasn't a knockout, I think Tank would have just dominated." So, there's so much to do, man. There's so much work to, for him to do, and there's so much he can do better. Uh, I just, I was just really like caught off guard when he was, you know, I kind of felt like he was speaking up for himself for the first time. You know, he's been dealing with these promoters and shit, and. Who knows, man? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a business. You know, and maybe they knew. Maybe they, they, everyone gets paid no matter what, win or lose, they get paid. I leave that. But a lot of people think, oh, you lose and, and you don't get paid. No, everyone gets paid. That's why they don't give a fuck sometimes. You know, they're not looking out for your best interests all the time. You know, they just, they're gonna get a. Hey, they're gonna get some money if you win or lose, and they're not risking anything. But a better fight, or but anyway, um, yeah, I just uh, I'm hoping he gets better, man. I'm hoping Canelo's and uh, Canelo too. People, are, there's a video of him telling some like this little kid comes up to him, and I don't know why the fuck everyone hates Canelo. The little boy came up to him, and, and people are saying that he, Canelo didn't want to sign his autograph or his photo or his shirt or something or his gloves, and Canelo didn't want to do it. But what Canelo said or was trying to say is, like, hey, man, like don't be bringing these kids over here, like making them work, basically. Sign the glove, and then you go sell it for them, like, like using them, you know what I mean, as... As as candy to to for the, for Canelo to come and sign their their thing out of symp- sympathy, you know, because they're out there like if the the dad or the, whoever the uncle is gonna go sell the shit and, and profit off them, you know, he, he kind of didn't want the kids to be out there working like that. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I agree with him. That's fucked up. Um, I just want to see Canelo. Like, and everyone talks shit about Canelo also because he took that loss with that 
Russian dude, I think. Like, man, Canelo was 135 pounds originally, and this motherfucker went all the way up, like, of pure muscle. And he's not naturally that big, so he had to pile on, you get me? Like, give a motherfucker a break, man. Like, don't be, don't be stupid thinking, thinking this shit's easy, man. Like, a natural, like, 200-pounder compared to a 135-pound natural, it's not the, like, come on, how are you going to do that? No, that guy didn't weigh 200 pounds, but he dropped weight. You know what I mean? You you still keep that power, and and you, if anything, you just get faster. So it's like, and and you can last longer in the ring. Don't, like, don't be discouraging. This. Don't don't be talking shit about. Don't don't be like sweep, sweeping them under the rug because of one loss. He's a fucking champion and shit. Give him a break. Why don't y'all go buy him a damn coffee or something? Huh? How about that? <laughs> yeah. And then another thing I wanted to talk about, man. Like, I've been dating, like, white girls, right? Like, somewhat And tell me why, like, I don't know if this is normal. Because it happens to all the white girls that I date with and fuck with. But, like, why are some, like, white girls, why are some white girls that that have brothers, why are they so free and they're, like, like, I was dating this girl. She, she was white, straight white, right, from the Plain States. And she had an OnlyFans, and she's like, oh, my brother, I think, joined my OnlyFans. And I was like, What? And I tried not to act like it was weird. But I was like, oh, he joined? She's like, yeah, I mean, this is his name. And and I was like, oh, yeah, why? He likes you or what? Like, I, I didn't know what to say. And she's like, um, she said, um, she said, oh, she's like, no, he's probably just curious. Like, wanted to see what's going on. I was like, what the fuck? I was fucking shocked. I was like, damn. But I didn't want to act like I was shocked. I didn't want to make her feel insecure or guilty about it. You know what I mean? Or whatever. It just... And then, like, I was with this other white girl. And she's like, I was telling her I'll massage her feet or something, right? And she's like, my brother does my feet. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, my brother's weirdly attracted to feet. And He'll do my feet, and he'll act like he's in, he's the, um, the nail, like, technician order. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, he just, I just let him do what he wants to do. I'm like, what? I'm like, if he, if he knows he's attracted to feet, why don't you be like, get the fuck out of here? And then, like, uh, like, they're just open, more, like, open sexually, like, or, like, it's not a big deal. You know, like talking about I let me know if you guys even want to hear the the rest of this shit about this I don't you know I just and it's like a lot of white girls are like that like very open with their brothers and it's like man what the fuck and they all almost have the same like mom issues like the mom is always I don't know if it's because the parents are kind of rich like 
the dad's kind of busy and like the mom could do whatever the fuck she wants so they get fucked up you know like drunk or on drugs but they all almost have the exact same pattern of and I'm not judging. I just don't know if it's normal. I mean, I grew up with Hispanic parents, and all the Hispanic parents I know were, like, at home cooking, you know, for their husband. <laughs> I, don't know. I remember I was doing construction for with my uh, uh, um, guy I knew um, named Jim. And this was years ago, and I remember him saying that his wife is Mexican. And, and I thought he was bullshitting because he was so white. He's... He looked like Santa Claus, but skinny. And I met his wife, and she was like a senora. Like, hi, babe, whatever, and gave him a kiss and brought him lunch and shit. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? How'd you get one? How'd you get my tia? <laughs> you know? And he's like, oh, man, you got to have a Mexican wife because they cook, they clean, they take care of everything. He's like, white women won't do that. And I was like, what? And now I see it, like, all over Instagram. Like, this is the thing. Like, what is it? Like, the passport bros or something? They go find a wife somewhere else. And and these guys always talk about being masculine. And they talk shit to women. I, I, I agree with what the guys are saying a lot of the times, right? But these motherfuckers look like they've never even been in a fucking fight. Like, they look like they never even picked up a hammer talking about being masculine and shit. And there's, like, this one dude that wears a suit all the time, and he's, like, talking about relationships and what women. I, I don't know, man. These motherfuckers are full of shit, man. You don't need anything to get a bitch. Like, or you don't need anything to find your wife. If you really want to find your wife, you'll find your wife. You'll try your hardest. You know what I mean? You don't need these fucking lame-ass dudes trying to tell you how to, or what you need. Like, I don't know, man. It's so much crap out there. Just like this show, right? That's what y'all thinking? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but anyway, let me know if you guys think that's just normal. Or, like, if it's throughout, even, like, me growing up, now when I look back, the white friends that I had like the boys were very close like that with their sister it was like I don't know man I grew up my I could I wasn't even allowed to hug my 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 sister or my brother I don't know if that's normal either I wasn't my mom would be like no like I I didn't hug my brother till I was busted I was in jail and we got arrested I got arrested for a gun when I was like 13 and he was on the other side of the jail or whatever. And then I had to see him after court. And then I thought they were going to give us 25 to life. So I was like, man, I don't care, man. I, I hugged my brother and I gave him a kiss on the cheek. And I was like, man, I love you, man. If I don't see whatever happens, man, like, just know that I love you. And he was like, what the hell? Like, what the fuck? Give me a fucking hug and a kiss. Especially out of all the places now in jail. You know? <laughs> I was like, man, I don't give a fuck, man. I, I might not ever see you. I don't know what the hell. I was stressing so bad. But that's how I grew up. Um, and I don't know. I just thought it was, that was weird. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Bye.
Love y'all.